Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And then 10. There it is! This is history! If Brand can take it the distance, this will be the record! Brand for the fifth time has a pick six! It's never happened in the history of the NFL! And what a call by you! You got me with goosebumps, Nance! That was unbelievable! Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. So when did like Jim Nance and Tony Romo become like America's sweethearts? I love that. Amazing. Amazing. Like like they're great. He he also sounds like Jim Ross at the end of that, by the way. He definitely sounds like Nance Nance at the end of it. Yeah. And it's his plans. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely sounds like Jim Ross. He's made history. (laughs) <laughs> Love it. Um, I, Drag the commanders like the, into hell. <laughs> that, that should be like the new, like the, I feel like the new Golden Bachelor should be like Nance and Romo. I feel like that I would want. Yeah. That I'm into. Uh, I broke your were, heart. They were awesome, man. They were, they were really good on Thanksgiving. And they were like, I, I, when I tweeted that out yesterday about the last note thing on Romo, I would say that. I got like a lot of feedback from that tweet and like it's not like it wasn't like an exception like it's just a great tweet just like Romo is obviously a lightning rod and I would say half people half of people the responses were like yeah like he's really great and the other half were yeah well, what are you watching he sucks I don't I don't know I feel like I'm pretty objective with the stuff like how, yeah. how do you watch that and not think like this is it was actually like he made the game more fun they made the game more fun they were great yeah we've criticized them more than anybody they were great yeah. they were awesome Thursday and Sunday they made the game better they did. They did uh, the game better. Buck and Aikman and make way, every game they call better too. Like that's did you some see, good teams do that. Did you see um the game that Jim Nance and Tony Romo are calling this weekend? I didn't, and now I kinda wanna guess. So well, they're obviously well, they're you, obviously you not doing you won't be able to because oh. they're off. Oh, they're, they not, they're, <laughs> yeah, off? they're off. They're off. They get a bye week Thursday and Sunday. They get a bye week. They get a bye week. Collinsworth gets yeah. one too. Even when there's a game, he gets one. It's good. I gotta tell you something, man. God, I I would hate, but I don't. I don't even think it's necessary. It's like God bless no. them. Like great agents. Everybody thinks I feel the like same I, thing. I want to fire good my for them. agent now and get these guys. I mean, good right. for them, man. Good for them. Well, well done. Right. I'm jealous. Good for them. I I had to work. I yesterday. turn on. I yeah. turn on. I turn on NBC last night, and it was cool because. Obviously, like Bills Eagles went like basically right up into the start of Ravens Chargers. So uh, I turned NBC hit you over on. the head with it. Yeah, I mean, God, it's like it was like uh, you know Dick Eppersall was in there. Or like, <laughs> NBC eight twenty two. That's what it's on. I I felt like I was watching like you know Friday the thirteenth. Here's Jason Voorhees. 
You can't get rid of him. It's just, I'm like, I'm like, is that the clapper? Yeah. Is Jason Garrett call? Is Jason Garrett calling this game? Who does he have pictures of? That's what I want to know. I I I just I don't get it. I don't understand. The funny thing is, I I don't think he was that bad, but he has these individual moments where you just go. Like there was a character on Family Guy they used to reuse all the time named Buzz Killington, and he would always say like a terrible joke, and then Peter would just be like, ah, and he would just like, t- yeah, he'd just be like so frustrated by like, ah, just like Buzz Killington. Jason Garrett has those individual moments where you're just like, oh god, really, like really with this, like they're going, they're going to break. Tariko like does this perfect like bump going to break, and Jason Garrett all of a sudden is like, well, that looks awesome. Like it's just like, no, nah, man, he did it. Like he set the stage. You just don't have to talk. You can just not talk. It's okay. I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. And it kind of like dovetails with something you said also just now. He, he has the potential to actually be like really good at it. No right? and question. I, and I, no question. I can't. I, it, it, not only does it give me no pleasure to say that, like my skin is actually crawling in my skin. <laughs> my skin's crawling right now, saying out loud that I think Jason Garrett could be very good at that job. Just I think Zay Flowers' first touchdown. He start, Zay Flowers scores the first first touchdown of the game, right? He scores that, and then he had the rushing touchdown later, which I guess we could talk about too from a gambling oh, well, standpoint. Go, go, so well, he, yes, cost, cost me my bet on the Charger. Well, yeah, yes, well, yeah, I, no I do want to talk about that, yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, should should have bet, like, should, like he basically, he was Nick Chubb, except Joe Flacco wasn't on the opposite sideline to win the game. Um, so Zay Flowers scores the first touchdown, and, like, Jason Garrett starts with his breakdown, and it was like, I'm not saying this was like an A-plus award-winning kind of thing, but he's so comfortable, and it was like, oh, yeah, this is like a goal line set the teams run all the time. It's this, 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 this. The crosser comes over here. You make sure he goes across the formation. And then the, and he's like explaining it, and I just go in my in my head, I go, is he actually like, is there a really good analyst hiding in here yes! somewhere? And he just keeps doing this dumb, he's just dumb. Like, it's almost like the analyst is good, but like, the personality jokey part is an F minus. Well, he's trying so, like, too can't... hard, right? Yeah. He's probably just trying too hard. He's and that part's not for everybody, bit. right? Because like, like, for example, like on our show, like like this is the, and not even just our show and content in general, like that's the thing that like you're great at, like the little one-liners and the impromptu jokes and we're making it friendly and all this stuff. Like he doesn't have that. Like he doesn't, now you also didn't coach well, the Cowboys or yet. play in the NFL. So they both have different things, but like but he, can, he, he, he just doesn't though, have right? But maybe Can he's he? got a personality. I mean, he yeah. went to Princeton. Like, he's probably not dumb. You know, and I know you're well, not insinuating saying. he's dumb. Right. I'm not. I'm actually saying there's the opposite. The exact opposite. Like, he just, the way he, like, gets into and out of some of these points, I'm like, this is, like, this is really good. And then five minutes later, I'm Buzz Killington. I'm, oh, God. Did you really just say that? Like, really? Like, he just, who was it? Lamar Jackson's, like, who was it? So Lamar Jackson makes some awesome play. And he's just like, well, this guy, he's pretty good, huh? I'm just like, where did that come? We're going back to that again? Like, yeah. where, where's the good stuff? Yeah. yeah. But, like, there's there's, there's there's something to work with there. I, yeah, Jason Garrett, not bad. I can't believe I'm saying that. I can't, actually, I can't believe I actually mean it. And as the guys in the chat point out, Jason Garrett does not have a lot of riz, obviously. Jason he's, also, he's also very, very rich. Yeah. You, you know what that means? It means you don't need riz. Rich is better than riz. Because when, when you're rich... You you have Riz when you're he'd, rich. He'd rather you don't be even need Jason Gare Rich than Jason Gare Riz. He would much rather <laughs> no, be the first one than the second one. Yeah. That's pretty good. You better you better you're a dick and Ken. Just um on the Ravens Chargers ending. So I <laughs> you know, 
I'm I, sorry. Well, no, it's okay. Like I, I make bets. Like, all like the time. really, he scores. Really. But but you know what? I actually want to take this in a different direction. Maybe this will surprise you what I'm going to say here. Um, I make a lot of bets. Sometimes they win. Sometimes they lose. And even when I make bets and they lose, I can say after the fact, like, I'm comfortable with the bet that I made. Like, no problem. The bet lost. Like, I'm good. Like, sometimes bleep happens. Bad read by me. I'm okay with it. I, I actually, as the game's playing out last night, and they were in it the whole time, obviously. Like, and, 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 I, and I bet a good number. I beat the close. Just... Why did I why did I bet the Chargers? Like why did I do that? It's actually my fault. Because it's like betting the Bills yesterday. Like this is what Buffalo or betting the Saints. This betting is what the Saints the, yeah, do. Betting on the Saints for sure. The like, Falcons earlier in the do. year. The Vikings do, sometimes. Man. Betting against like, the Vikings did, last year. Yeah. Like I I bet the chart like a team that always loses against a team that always wins. Yeah, and, you did and that. then after after the yeah. game, I'm supposed to be like, "Oh man, Zay Flowers cost me the bet." No, it's my fault. I'm the yeah. jackass here. A lot of people I holding Tim Boyle them. tickets, nodding right now at what you're saying. Yeah, just like, can there be like, and this is I, this is not like a commentary against other people. Just it's really just me talking to me. Like that's like personal responsibility in betting. Like yes, if Zay Flowers goes down, like I probably win my bet. Like I cover Chargers more than a field goal. Also, it's a brutal bet. It's a terrible bet on a terrible team with a terrible coach against a good team with a good coach. I don't even know if I deserve to win, even if I had won. Anyway, just wanted to get that off my chest. Like I'm not pissed at Zay Flowers. I'm mad at me for clicking the goddamn button on the L.A. Chargers. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anything else from yesterday before we uh, turn our attention to this week in the NFL? No, I mean, well, the, the, the other stuff we need to talk about, I think, will come up, honestly, probably even in the first game, because my, my team plays in the first game. My, my, not even my new team. My team that's been, been my team for a few weeks now. Need them need to win the game. America's like, really team? Lockie's team? I think that's Michigan. I think Michigan's America's team, right? I got, uh, I got great news for you, buddy. If Dallas is gonna slam them on Thursday night, I, I think so at least. Maybe, at the very least, and obviously, like the game. Michigan, not really America's team. Like they said that, and everybody was like, "No, you're not. You actually just cheated." I would argue because they cheated, they're probably America's team. Do whatever it takes for success. Do whatever it hey, takes listen, to get ahead. That's America's listen, team. The late great Eddie Eddie Guerrero would say, "If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying." Hashtag cheat to win. Absolutely love it. All right. Nick and Ken here on a Monday. Uh, Rick Camp will join us as we move along. Lockmas as we move along. All our bets coming up for Monday. Basketball, hockey, college hoops, and of course the Vikings and Bears on Monday Night Football. Power hour, final hour of the show. But for now, we begin our handicap of Week 13 in the National Football League with pen, pencil, blood, or blank. When an entire slate of games awaits, there's only one thing to do. Get out your pens. Get out your pencils. Get out your blood. Does this really say blood? And get out your blank. No, seriously, blank is an option. And it's not a bleeped out curse word. And so is blood, apparently. Blood is a thing? It's pen, pencil, blood, or blank on You Better You Bet. Here's Nick and Ken. (laughs) And then, like, in the aftermath of, like, the Ravens winning by 10, you get the Melissa Stark post-game interview with Flowers and and Lamar Jackson, where Zay Flowers is basically reveling in the fact that he scored that touchdown. Like, the group chat's going to be crazy. Like, what a great play by me. Credit to me. Good for him. Also... I could have done without that. Just like more salt rubbed in the wound for my Chargers loss last night. Also, like I'm the jackass for making that bet. Anyway, pen, pencil, blood, or blank begins for week 13 in the NFL. Where whoa, this point spread's moved a lot since last night. I guess like not 
not hitting any key numbers, but it's moved two points. Um, Dallas opened seven and a half. I saw last night against Seattle. Uh, Dallas is now a nine and a half point home favorite against the Seahawks. So this game on Thursday, both teams obviously played on Thanksgiving. So a full regular rest for both these teams coming into this game. Dallas laying nine and a half. The total here is 46. I guess, you know, like Geno Smith made it through the game on Thursday, but there's still questions about his health, obviously coming into this game. And, uh, Dallas kind of just beats the crap out of bad teams, period. And definitely at home. I guess the conversation that we have to have is Seattle, a bad team. Uh, Ken, pen, pencil, blood, or blank early in the week for Thursday night with your team, Lockie's team, the Cowboys, and uh, and the dumb Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, and I'll just point out, uh, at MGM, the number on the screen right now, the Cowboys are still 8.5. There are some sub-9 numbers left in the market, and I, I kind of alluded to this, was it on yesterday's show? I think it was yesterday's show, where I go, oh yeah, because it was like if you were going to get to Sunday night, or Sunday night or Monday, and you wanted to tease a team like you didn't. Oh, at four o'clock, you wouldn't have any legs left to put one of the teams with. And I go, just put it with uh, Dallas on Thursday. Like, is that market had already kind of like taken shape? You still do have the ability to, to tease the Cowboys, although not for much longer, probably. Most places have gone to nine. The two team six point are no longer valid in that situation. Uh, I, I like that bet a lot, pairing that with a number of other things like, oh, I don't know, the Eagles to not get blown out would be like a pretty good idea, probably. So, you know, the team that wins all the time. Uh, so, and I say that really arrogantly, but like, no, really, they just like almost never, they, they just almost never lose. And you bring up the Cowboys home thing. I think that's interesting, but I think you, you hit the nail on the head, right? And I do think this is actually like a really interesting thing. The Cowboys have played such a polarizing schedule. So just to dig into like kind of what you're saying, the beat up on bad teams thing. I think we've covered that a lot on the show, but just to like really, like you take the opponents that they played so far this year and you can put most of them into two distinct buckets, right? Like contending team, San Francisco, Philadelphia, absolutely atrocious team, Washington, Carolina, the Giants twice, the Patriots and the Jets. And to be fair, Arizona, who beat them, but like most of their opponents this year have gone into two buckets. You really only have the Chargers game and the Rams game as these like in the middle data points of like, well, when they play a team that they're not like so much better than, or when they play a team that's not going to win the Super Bowl. What happens? And these two games played out very differently. Like the Chargers game was kind of like a nip and tuck three-point win. They absolutely demolished the Rams. And I know the Chargers are better than the Rams. They're not the same team. But like, I think there's some mystery in terms of like what this is going to be. I, I think this is about the right number. I think they should be a little more than a touchdown. But is the, I, like you seem to think it's like a smash spot for Dallas. Like, I, I think we can at least agree Seattle isn't like, the Mac Jones Patriots and the Zach Wilson Jets and the Giants twice and Washington on Thursday. Like they're at least not that, I, I guess, like, does it matter? I guess would be the question. So I, I just, I think this is fine. I am very confident Dallas is going to win the game. I think they are much better. I think that's reflected in the point spread. So I want to tease away from it. I, I love the teaser thought. I don't know if I want to lay Dallas in the game yet. I would never bet Seattle. I guess, like, if it went to 10, I would like have to have like, at least like a, Hey, like maybe I want to take 10 with Seattle here. Um, uh, I don't think Seattle's a good team. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs at this rate. And Ken, you did a great job like illuminating their schedule coming up here and like what it looks like. They're very likely to lose this game. I, I don't know how they're scoring, how the Seahawks are going to score in this game. And on the flip side, your guy, Dak Prescott, maybe he doesn't win MVP because the Eagles just like never lose. Uh, he He's going to, they're going to torch this defense. Like, yeah. look what the Niners just did to them. Dallas is going to, and they, that was at home. And that closing spread, too. That was basically like a seven point Niners spread on the road. 
this is Dallas at home, and you're and you'd be like, well, it's eight and a half as opposed to you're in the same range. And they gotta go on the road. And it's like, yeah, San Francisco's definitely better than Dallas by some amount. Like they played and it was a, a big amount, but like even like on a rating standpoint, like it's a, it, there's some amount better, but like you're in the same range and the Cowboys are the absolute nuts in these home games. I mean, they're just, they've been really good. I think they've scored like 40 in basically every home game they played this year against every single type of team. So I just, yeah, like, I, but I, to me, it's funny because to me, that means like, oh, cool. The number's fine. And to you, it's kind of like, is it fine? <laughs> like, is it okay? <laughs> or do I want to lay Dallas? Yeah, I, I would only bet Dallas in the game, never Seattle. We'll do a little bit more on this game on the other side to wrap up our number one. And we'll also go to the AFC South. We'll talk about the Colts and the Titans in Tennessee. Is Indy going to make the freaking playoffs? That and more next. You better, you bet.